Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Oh my gosh, what an amazing day we are having here. Are you guys ready for this? Benny, are you ready? Ghost stories. Yeah, you know I am. You ready? From the ghost's point of view. Trilogy, volume two. Ghost helping versus ghost hunting. Tina Tina Irwin, U.S. Navy commander, retired. It doesn't matter. She is on to something that is so amazing, not your ordinary psychic. And, you know, you're going to find out why in a minute. But, Benny, have you ever had a ghost encounter? No, not personally. I have friends that have. Mm. I'll come back and keep you company. All right. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you out there, let me tell you a little bit more about Tina. You know, first of all, she talks about this 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 process that so many of us ponder you know she talks about what it means to be a, either a lost soul and you know she talks about how anyone can help a lost soul crossover but today we're going to be not just talking about this but we're going to be talking about you know what it is in these in these stories what these stories are about what they've come to mean to some of us out here and how Many of us have had experiences that nobody else around us could validate. And so what do we do? Where do we go? What have we learned? Uh, We're going to let you know how to find out more about Tina. Going to give you lots of websites today. Tell you about volume one uh, of this amazing series. And volume three is on its way. But most importantly, for those of you tuning in, do you think maybe you might not be crazy or going crazy? Tina, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Pat. Hi, Benny. I'm just thrilled to be here. Thank you yeah. so much for having me. I'm thrilled that you're here. And let me tell you why. I was starting to share a little story with you of, of, of being a young child and seeing something in my basement, a man with a hat, a woman in a dress like uh, I remember seeing, and a young child. And I remember being so afraid that there were people in my house. I ran out. I got the neighbor, the sirens. I'm in the Bronx, New York, by the way. Sirens, flashing lights coming up. Everybody there looking for a family that was in my house. Could not find anything. Off I went to the psychiatrist, Dr. Jacoby. But I don't think I'm an exception, am I? You're not an exception. (laughs) I... People have been seeing ghosts for as long as people have walked the earth. Goes back millennia. And I, I strongly believe that the more we are able to take the mystery out of this, 
get down to the physics. That's really one of my catchphrases. Understanding the physics of metaphysics, meta meaning beyond the physics you think you know, and then start bringing some logic to it. We can take the fear and and some of the mystery. I know we love the mystery of ghost yeah. stories, but at the same time, wouldn't it be nice to feel validated yeah. on so many levels with what you see or your children are seeing? Children as young as three months are seeing ghosts. Yeah. And um, one of my granddaughters was waving at someone. She's waving and waving and waving. She's in a, you know, her pack and pack and play. And, and so her mom calls me, my daughter-in-law calls and she says, Tina, I think there's somebody at our house. Can you check? So she didn't think her daughter was crazy. Of course, she's got me as a mother-in-law. So, you know, you can look at that a couple ways. And I, I looked into the situation and a mother and a daughter had followed my daughter-in-law home from the grocery store. And they decided to play with my granddaughter. Wow. And so I crossed them over. So imagine that you believe your child. You know, a child who's, who's a, a year old doesn't know how to lie to you. Your children are telling you the truth because it's the truth that they know. It's their reality. It does not mean that they are crazy. And so if you stepped outside of the structured bubble that we often live in and went to a place of faith mm. a lot of very spiritual faith-based people do, do not believe their children but if you have faith in your child you believe your child's never lied to you why would they lie about this mm. and so if you believe the child and and let's say that you don't know any mediums personally you could go on my website and read the crossing over prayer and maybe you could help that person. And mm -hmm. then when your child doesn't see them anymore, you know that you did a service for that person. Imagine spiritual service could take on a whole new meaning. Yeah. And what we're talking about here is so very important that I want to make a distinction. You know, we're talking about ghost helping. And this book, you know, at least... This is one of the books you've written, but this particular book here that I have, Ghost Stories from the Ghost's Point of View, Trilogy Volume 2, is written from the ghost's point of view. And I would love for you to talk about that because many people might be listening and say, what? It's written from the ghost's point of view? Wow. How does Tina do that, Tina? <laughs> <laughs> the way that this happens is that I do something. I do something with, um, I do something called remote viewing. And when you do remote viewing, it means that you have the ability to be in one location and then project it to another location. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, then you actually can see what's happening in the CIA and has known about this for a very long time and in fact they have used remote viewers for many decades in the spy business and I did not do remote viewing in the Navy I did a lot of other things but remote uh -huh. viewing wasn't one of them I learned how to do that after I retired and once you know how to do that then you can see through walls and doors and then you can project anywhere on the planet and see what's happening. And as you get more skilled at it, then what you're, you're able to do is to 
go through what are called stacks of time. Mm -hmm. All if you follow Einstein again back to physics, all time exists at the same time. So you can have two people in the same place at the same lo exact location separated by time. I had a, a friend of mine's daughter was in the grocery store getting brownies and she walked through what she felt like was water. Well, most grocery stores are haunted because they sell alcohol. Ah, right. And, and so she's selling, you know, she walks through a ghost. She doesn't understand what she experienced. And so as you, I learned how to do this, I started running into all kinds of ghosts. Mm -hmm. And they had a story to tell. And just taking some of the ones, I'll give you an example in this. Yeah. In, book, in book two, there's a story of the Brazilian jeweler. We were in Brazil because my husband's company was down there. Mm -hmm. And I was looking for amethysts. And I went into this little jeweler right off Copacabana Beach. And I'm talking to this woman and I'm, I'm starting to sneeze and I'm starting to cough, which is a telltale sign there's a ghost standing there. Oh. And I don't know this jeweler. We're sitting down. We're having a little lovely coffee. And I said, excuse me, has somebody close to you died recently? And my husband rolls his eyes and shifts a little bit uncomfortably in his seat. And and she said, no, not recently. And I said, but I, I just feel like you've got somebody with you. She said, oh, you must be talking about my parents. Yep. They died about 10 years ago, and I'm never letting them go. I am keeping them right here. <laughs> and so she left the room to pick out some you know, amethyst for me, and they're standing there and they're saying, you've got to get her to release us. She's never going to let us go. It's torture here. We can never leave. We're tired. We want to go home. We want to, we want to leave here. And so I, she came back and I said, you know, you really might want to let them go. And I gave her some concepts and she said, no, I am never letting them leave. I am going to hold them here. Oh. And because it's not, it's not public property. I could not remove them because I am bound by spiritual law. Uh huh. Well, we went back to Brazil the second year because they had another conference and went back to the jeweler to say hello. But the wife was not there, but her parents were still there. And they said, please, please release us. And I said, then follow me outside. If you follow me to the street and it's a public street, then I can release you. Or I'm going to give you both angels. Uh huh. And then if you choose to leave, ask the angels to help you cross over. You still have free will in the fourth dimension. And she said, they said, we'll try. And I said, because I have to follow the law, whether or not my heart wants to help you. I, yeah. still, I cannot, because karma attaches to everything I'm doing on a much more sophisticated yeah. and heavy level. And so... I do not know if they crossed over, but that was their point of view. Mm. Mm. But, you know, I want to ask you this question uh, about this, because not only is it just fascinating to to read to read the book, uh, uh, but there are so many things in in here, so many stories in the book that m many people read them will have an immediate sense of, oh, OK, I get this or, oh, OK, I get that. And, you know, the reason that I want to talk about that is because every day we're having an experience. I was talking to Linda the other day and I said, you know, Linda, your mom visited me again. And she said, really, what do you mean? I said, yeah. I said, I was at an early morning coffee and a gentleman dropped a penny 
out of his pocket and he didn't see it. And the penny dropped to the ground. And and then I turned around. The guy had gotten up and left the meeting as if he wasn't even there. And I went over and I picked up the coin. And so when we come back, what I want to talk with you about is how these stories ex not only exist in our own lives, um, but, you know, what is it that creates, if I might say, a ghost? Now. I'm not talking about all the movies that have been written about this. I'm not talking about the latest Ghostbuster movie that's out there and that's going on out there. But the idea of a ghost has become so world known. Do you know what I mean? I do. It has infiltrated not just our culture, but many cultures. Almost everybody knows when you say ghost and we don't think of Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. Wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Uh, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm telling you, I got to pinch myself some days because when each of us gets called to do something that we so not thought was in our wheelhouse to do for a purpose that's so much greater than us, we get to show up and shine. If you would like to show up and shine on the Dr. Pat Show as a co-host or sponsor, send us an email to inspire at thedrpatshow.com. Tune in to the Angels and Answers Psychic Radio Show with Clairvoyance Artie Hoffman and Sky Siegel every Thursday for a two-hour show, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. Artie and Sky deliver spiritual and motivational messages with passion and a sense of humor. Call in 800-930-2819 for live and on-air readings. Visit ArtieHoffman.com and SkyOfAngels.com. Are you ready to stop stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem from running your life? Join award-winning author Dr. Friedemann Schaub for Empowerment Radio and learn breakthrough solutions to switch out of survival mode and approach every day with great ease, joy, and purpose. Tune in the first and third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific to Empowerment Radio with host Dr. Friedemann Schaub on Transformation Talk Radio. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com to learn more. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Are you ready for a game changer? Sarah Westall is bringing you Business Game Changers Radio. Sarah brings you leading experts, visionaries, and newsmakers who provide the best commentary on big issues and cutting-edge innovations. Sarah's 20 years as a business executive will help you think like an entrepreneur with expertise, energy, and attitude. Tune in to Business Game Changers Mondays at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Almost everyone at some time in their lives ask themselves, what am I? 
Most of our questions are ego-generated and simply don't address the problem of our false self. It's time to relax your ego and embody your soul. Dr. Dan Cohen, neurologist, inventor, and author, has created tools to awaken a new way to transform from who you thought you were into what you truly are. Visit toolstoawaken.com today. talk about haunting the theme from the x-files is about as haunting as you can pretty much get tina Irwin joining me here today i love these books i mean i started to 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 read when i first started to read these ghost stories from the ghost's point of view it was really clear to me tina that you are bringing forth a message to help us, if I might even say this, I don't even know how to say it, but to help us put the, the, the real uh, to the forefront and the uh, sort of made up in our own minds in another category. So what you're helping us do is really sort through the many, many instances that maybe we've had personally and now a pop culture that is just over the top. Thank you for joining me here today. But before we get back into this, can you please tell us how we can get a copy of, of the book? Uh, and then also, if people go to your website, they can get a free ghost story. They can absolutely absolutely get a free ghost story. It's the first one in ghost stories from the ghost point of view. My website is tinairwin.com, and that's Irwin with an E. Mm-hmm. And these books are also sold on Amazon. They're sold through iBooks, through Barnes & Noble, Kobo. We Almost 60% of our book sales are in Europe. Nice. So we are global with sales because this is a universal topic. Yeah. So they are available everywhere in ebook form and print on demand. Wow. You know, I, I gotta, before we get into this, I got to ask you this question. Have you ever stopped and thought, why me? I mean, I'm just fascinated by, first of all, your life's journey, but most importantly, how totally connected that you are. And have you ever stopped to ask that question? Or was this something that, boom, there you were, and you just started to connect in a way that nobody around you really was? How was this the evolution for you? Well, I believe everyone is psychic, but yeah. and, every, and it's like everyone loves music, but not all of us are musicians. Oh boy, yeah. And so I had, you know, some psychic things happen to me as a child, like a lot of people, and then, you know, a variety of, you know, little things. But when mm-hmm. I got married, things began to happen. Uh huh. And I, I met my husband, and I knew I had known him in another time and place, but I didn't know where. He was so familiar, and we had a very short engagement. We met in March. We eloped in October, and he was mm-hmm. at sea half the time. So I looked at my watch saying, we've got a lot to do. But as soon as we got married, things began to happen, whether it was a premonition or in the third ghost story, it's um, the third book. The first ghost story is about attempted possession. 
which very few people talk about, but is very real. Yeah. It's, it's like what happens in the Navy. I felt the Navy was preparation because to do this work, you must be very disciplined. You must be very logical. You must be able to use emotional anesthetic because you're going to hear things that make you weep or rip your heart out. They're so, they're so profoundly sad. And yet you can't fall over that emotional waterfall. You must be disciplined enough to get yourself out of the way and help them and follow spiritual law because it applies to you. And I did not know how to remove ghosts. It took me years to figure that out. I studied and studied and studied and then some things happened to me and I realized that I could remote view and that happened in March of 1993. That's mm. that's kind of a complicated story but I I someone attacked me psychically and I almost mm -hmm. died. Wow. And when I got to the other side of it it's like someone opened a doorway and I could see things that I had not seen before, but it was exhausting. And if you have true psychic ability and you're using it on a constant basis, it's exhausting. Just like any athlete, you must build up your stamina so that you can do this to be able to remote view and focus on another location for up to two hours straight requires staggering concentration and you're wiped out. You are wiped slick the next day. So it took me time. I, I would love to say I woke up and I was joyous. I woke up and it's been hard work. And I realized that I came in to do this, that the military was simply preparation. And that this is my job. This is my mission until I take my last breath. And the ultimate element of the mission <clears throat> is to empower every person to feel that they can do this themselves because Pat, this is going to be the compassion <clears throat> that all of us will want for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I am really struck by sort of the energy and the vibration of this and you know, what happens to us energetically when we are surrounded and yet at the same time, I don't know about you, but I know for myself there have been points in time in my life where I haven't been able to make sense of things. And some of the stories in the book really talk about uh, perhaps both sides of, of the experience, both sides of, of the journey. And I would love for you to share a story. I love, I love stories. Well, in, in, the, in book two, there's a story called the Indiana Antique Mall. And antique stores are pretty chronically haunted because you may not be able to take it with you but that doesn't mean you aren't still attached to it and so attachment is a huge element of being dead you hold on to people places things you linger and in this book this cup this these two ladies in indiana asked me if i would remote view their antique shop because i thought it was haunted and because I have to be excruciatingly honest, I said, you realize that I can clear your shop, but I can only do it until you bring something else in that's haunted. But I'm going to give you the tools so you don't have to keep calling me. I'm going to give you this tool. You can do it every day. And so they said, okay. And we saw a lady who probably had a heart attack as she was polishing her table. Mm -hmm. I saw a little boy who was in his, you know, radio flyer wagon and he, you know, went down that hill and hit a tree and died. And he's still mm -hmm. attached to the wagon. This child doesn't really understand he's dead. 
He keeps wow. going down that hill over and over again. And so after I removed all those ghosts, I looked at that location and I sifted through stacks of time. I waited. You have to be very patient and you sift and you drift back through stacks to look at another event that is operating on that stack called predecessor energy. This is a big element of feng shui. And as I looked back, all of a sudden, I mean, it's summertime, it's 85 degrees in San Diego, and all of a sudden, I am freezing. I'm so cold, I can't believe it. And the scene opens up. And as the scene opens up, I'm getting cold. I'm now got jeans and sweater and a blanket and it's 85 degrees outside. But where I am, I'm standing there in this cold, cold pile of rubble. Oh, wow. And it's dusk. And I see this young girl and her chestnut hair has come loosened from her pigtails. And she's looking off in the distance. I can't really see her face, but her clothes look really shredded to me. And all around, it looks like her house exploded. And I'm thinking, what happened here? Wow. And so I, she has been, she has been there for a really long time. And I'm guessing she's 1800s. And I did eventually get the date, which was in the late 1800s. And I asked her, you know, what happened to her? And she said, well, you know, we had a twister come through and the twister happened so quickly that she didn't, she didn't quite know what to do. Mm. She's 12 years old. And, and she says, best I can tell we done had a twister come through. Wow. I ain't never seen one. It come out of the night. Like some devil come to take us to hell. I'm yelling at Paul, mom, Pa's yelling at Ma, we tried to get them animals, but it comes so fast, ain't nothing to do. I'm waiting for Pa. He'll come back for me with Ma. I've been waiting a while. And I handed her a divine blanket for her shoulders, which immediately starts to heal her. She says, thank you kindly for this here blanket. And so then I asked her what happened after the tornado, because as she turns to face me, I feel like I was going to throw up. Her entire guts are hanging out. Her face is shredded. It's gone. There's no face of this child. Something horrible happened to her. And then she says, after that twister took it all, I must have got knocked out. And I come to and I look for my mom, Paul, but I couldn't find him. I was stumbling and then I looked around and I didn't hear him. I thought it was a grizzly bear, but it was an old mountain cat. And I hit him so hard, and he's he's eating, trying to get me. And and I hit him so hard, and I punched him, and I punched him, and he done run away. Then I just got up and kept waiting for my pa to come. Are you done asking me questions? Mm. And I'm I'm looking at her, and I'm thinking, sweetie, there is no way a twelve year old fought off a two hundred and sixty five pound mountain lion. Your subconscious left the body as you died. And you did not come face to face with your death. And you've been waiting here all this time since 1850. And so of your parents, they thought they just dusted themselves off. And I said, would you like me to get you some help to find your parents? She said, well, that'd be right kind of you. So her parents come and there's this enormous reunion. And by now I've got everybody surrounded with angels. The whole place is filling up with this gently swirling golden light. I've opened a doorway to the other side. 
and they're hugging and kissing and embracing each other. I mean, that it makes your heart so glad because you now know everyone is together. And then the angels nodded and they're ready and they 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 walked into the light and she turns back and she says, thank you, light lady. And then the scene is over and there's nothing else there. And I cleaned the energy of that darkness and then it's over. I'm done. It's like instantly I'm done. Mm. Wow. What a story. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm right there with you. And the book is filled with these. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what it is that I don't know. Have you ever thought about this? Do you think maybe, maybe a ghost is trying to get your attention? And have you ever been lost as to how to figure out what that might be? And what happens when we go to fear? How do those that are watching us, how do they respond to our fear? Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. Tina Irwin is in the house. We'll be right back. Tina, man, that was amazing. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Leslie Fontaine. When we become aware of a choice, it is not accidental. It is our opportunity to transform. It's about becoming our higher vibrational selves. We tend to get alarmed and hide our heads in the sand when something new shows up in our awareness. That's all right. But today, let's become aware of our desire, recognize the block, and make a choice to step through it. Often, we want the circumstance to change before we change. See, it's the other way around. If you find resistance, maybe it's time for some support. If you're ready to shift into your best life, visit lesliefontaine.com and let's talk about unfolding all that you want to be, do, and have. You'll find sessions, classes, and audio products to help remove the blocks and move you into your potential. And listen to my show, Sheer Alchemy, on Transformation Talk Radio, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Francine Vale is a being of light. She believes that all people of planet Earth are as well. As co-host of the Angel Healer radio show, Francine teaches you heart-centered ways to manifest healing on your own behalf and how to integrate love more fully into your daily life. Connect with your angels as you find your life flowing with ease and harmony. Walk the path of light with Francine and Dr. Pat Basili every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Have you ever tried to make lifestyle changes but had difficulty following through? Imagine what it would be like to get up each morning with energy, clarity, and motivation to tackle the day. If you want to get past limiting barriers that are preventing you from living your best life, join holistic health and wellness coach T. Carrie Mitchell each month on The Dr. Pat Show or visit lifestyle120.com today and start to receive the personal attention you deserve. 
Get into it for 2016. Do you want more prosperity, clarity, energy, and balance in your life? Join Lynn Brown now for one of her amazing workshops, each focusing on a key part of living your best life. For more information and to register for one of these amazing workshops, visit lynnbrownevent.com. That's lynnbrownevent.com. And get into it this 2016 with Lynn Brown. Hey everyone, it's so great. Welcome back. Oh, I I could just talk with Tina on and on and on and on. And she and I were just going at it during the break here because I was t- I was saying uh, uh you know to her that as she was sharing that story, I got this pain in my stomach and I was thinking to myself, what is happening here now? Uh, and earlier in the show, you heard, you could hear Tina cough a little bit. Um, but you said something very interesting, Tina. And before we go there again, please give out your website and thank you for joining me here today. This is just like, wow, amazing. Well, I, I am deeply grateful to be here. My website is tinairwin.com and that is Irwin with an E. And the books are available wherever ebooks and print on demand books are sold Amazon, iBooks, Kobo, Diesel, all over the world. Awesome. So I was telling you about my little experience there while you were sharing that story. And I got this pain in my stomach and I just thought, okay, I didn't really think about it, but then it wouldn't go away. It wouldn't go away. And I just thought to myself, okay, what is happening? Then when you, when you stopped, it was gone. And then you shared something interesting about your life and, and my life. I, 14 years ago, I didn't know this was going to be what I was doing. It was not on my radar. You said something interesting. I would love for you to share this because I think there are many people out there that are showing up just the way you've described you and me. Well, I I had a very successful career in the Navy, but I woke up one morning and said, okay, the karma of being in the Navy is over. I, I'm, it's time for me to go do something else. I screened for command. They offered me all 14 major command jobs available for women worldwide for the Navy. I got my choice, and I turned it down and got out, thinking that I was starting a computer company. But that didn't work. And then I had a six-figure offer on the table from Motorola. Mm -hmm. And then one day they didn't call back. And I'm thinking, why are all these doors closing? Right. Door after door after door closed. And then in March of 93, I I was viciously psychically attacked, which opened up the door to remote viewing. And I think I must have been a little dense because I... I wasn't supposed to have a computer company or have major command in the Navy. I was supposed to do this, but I didn't know what this was. And I, it's taken me since all that time to learn what do I do with this ability? Who is the team that's helping me or managing me? I'm just somebody's field agent on earth. I'm just a tool to get the job done. 
and then but as the tool I'm supposed to pay attention to karmic law spiritual law and learn how to get the information out so again I'm extremely grateful to you for this opportunity and then I had to learn how do I help the dead and not be afraid of them and learn what I'm allowed to do and what I'm not allowed to do who I can help and what who I can't help what's the jurisdiction and it's like anything else you have to learn how to do your job it's just that you can't call your boss up and get standard operating procedures you have to listen you have to raise your frequency which I had to learn about and then you had to recognize what you can do and accept what you cannot do from a humble point of view Mm. because there are things that you must accept about yourself and how spiritual law works. Mm. Just like those parents in that store, spiritual law says you can't remove them because it's not your property. Yeah. You can't just remove you somebody else's property. Gross violation of spiritual law. You must pay attention. And then when you're helping the dead, you cannot you cannot give them what they want. You cannot make it perfect for them. You cannot judge them. I move on murderers, child rapists, pedophiles, robbers, mass murderers. I cross them over too because they reincarnate from the fourth dimension and they come back again and again and do the same thing because they're never afforded the guidance of the divine which means that it is not up to me to judge them or what they have done that's up to somebody at a much higher pay grade than mine (laughs) so does that answer your question yeah and you know what i want to talk with you about is you know each of us gets to take a sneak peek and you know how the phenomenon, if I could call it, shows up in our lives uh, and what they mean. You know, we have so many myths around this. One of them is, you know, can a ghost possess a living person, right? You know, our movies just really, you know, step it up and give us a hundred million ways that ghosts operate. And I think sometimes when we hear the word ghost, we're not really sure at what is real and what is memorex, so to speak, to phrase an old term. I would love for you to talk about some of these myths, what are true and what, which ones are true and which is not. Let's take the, the myth. Actually, it's not a myth. A okay. When you drink alcohol, and I do not drink alcohol. Yeah, I don't either. Because alcohol drops your frequency and it lowers your shield it renders your auric field worthless let me repeat that Mm. your auric field is your spiritual force field it's also your immune system and so when you drink alcohol and there are some other things people do alcohol drugs tobacco it drops your frequency and you have no protection from the dark elements or the dark arts to quote some interesting television shows or movies and so when a person goes to a bar let's say they have a little glass of wine probably not a huge deal but if they're really drinking and drinking dead alcoholics hang around bars they're all haunted all of them 
And so when you drink two or three of them and you get a little tipsy, your auric field drops and an, an alcoholic can join you. That's why many family members will say that their alcoholic parent wasn't themselves. A different person would come out and they didn't know that person. Hmm. Well, that may not be that their parent. Their parent's personality wasn't strong enough to resist the temporarily possessing spirit or that spirit, but ghost. Right. And so consequently, when they sober up, their force field comes back, the ghost is kicked out. Mm. And so that's why it's very difficult to get to stop drinking because those alcoholics are constantly pressuring you to drink. And I would like to also comment that uh, two psychiatrists have also, three, have also identified this. Dr. Bruce Goldberg, Dr. Raymond Moody, and Dr. Edith Fiore. So we're looking here again, science is mirroring what many psychic intuitive people are seeing and observing. And so... When you are having alcohol or drug or tobacco, you have to understand that you now put yourself at risk by someone visiting your body permanently. Mm -hmm. Now let's go into multiple personality disorder. Yes, yes. When you have multiple personality disorder, which is extremely rare, the true multiple personality disorder is a very, very, very rare occurrence. But in that case, you can have one to, I don't know what the number is, three or four strong personalities yeah. take over a person's body completely. They live inside the body. In fact, Dr. Raymond Moody, or I think it was Bruce Goldberg, says that an alcoholic can have up to 60 alcoholics intermittently possessing them at a time. 60. Wow. Six, zero. So again, the science of this is becoming more mainstream, but multiple personality disorder is two or three extremely strong ghosts who did not cross over. You can see why this is important. Yeah. Possessing a person whose immune system and auric field virtually doesn't exist because they suffered a hideous trauma mm. at the hands of a parent or an accident or another person. So they have no auric field and anyone can walk in and out of their body. I can't so, even imagine that. It's horrific. I can't even imagine that. You know, you're talking about it and I, I, I can't even imagine what that, that individual's life must be like. Right? Their life is is unimaginable because yeah. they have no memory oh. of what they did or said when the possessing spirit takes over, oh, spirit, I'm using the wrong mm. term, when the mm -hmm. possessing soul takes over. Right, right. Wow. And so because they don't have any memory, and there was actually a law and order about this. They had multiple personality disorder and the possessing soul committed murder, but the host soul had no memory, no knowledge, no understanding. And she, some of this you cannot make up. It's not something someone, it's not a fairy tale. These things are happening to people. So healing trauma is incredibly important. And not drinking or doing alcohol or tobacco, these terrible drugs, Oxycontin is doing the same thing. We have an mm -hmm. epidemic of that in this country. Uh -huh. Doctors 
doctors are becoming more aware. Those are things that can dramatically affect a living person. And this is again why it's critically important to say the crossing over prayer if you suspect that that may be what is happening. And if you if you don't want to say it on my website, tinairwin.com, there are videos, just there are YouTube videos, just push play. That's all you have to do. Well, and what you're really talking about too is that there are tools. And, and, and that's something I think that's very, very important to mention to folks, because a lot of times we think we have to go through things ourselves. And, you know, here's one of these conversations here, Tina, that um, is really important to have. And that is that the first thing we think that is going on is the idea that we're losing our minds, right? Exactly. It's the idea we're losing our minds, Right. And I think there have been millions of people that have felt this way. Yes, there are. It's it's like in the this the ghost story book. There's a the last sentence is the sound of stomping feet. Mm-hmm. And these were Civil War slaves and rebel soldiers and some uh, uh, rebel uh, Yankee soldiers who would stand on the edge of this man's property and stamp their feet. He mm-hmm. could hear them. You know what? If you have a whole bunch of people stamping their feet, you can hear them. Well, his girlfriend and his daughter heard them and they thought they were crazy, but they weren't. And this man had been a Civil War doctor in another life. And they mm-hmm. found him again because his resonant frequency was recognizable to them. But he had feng shui mirrors embedded in his walls and they couldn't cross his property line. Oh. And so they stamped their feet to get his attention. And, and so I came in and, and crossed, there were just thousands and thousands of them. We opened up a, a big opportunity for them. And it was, they were, their gratitude, This, if I could just leave your listeners with something sure. really important, the gratitude of the dead to the living, to those ghosts, those souls, you help them find the light of the heaven world and they send prayers of gratitude back to the living. You cannot know what level their gratitude is that you have provided them with this help they get healing they get counseling they get help they get hope Mm. this is really a powerful message in all of that because i believe that you know this is one of those i think most uh most common most universal idea the idea of and let's just call them an idea of ghosts for now because a lot of people believe that that's exactly what they are. But you and I are here really talking about this at a, at a very different level. And yet the next time around when we start to, you know, really, really engage, we don't understand that we are being uh, of help to anybody. And so I want to ask you, um, what is the message meaning? What can we say to folks to help uh, all of us understand that there is a role we're playing? And, you know, if we don't believe that we're playing this role, there's really no other explanation for movies like The Sixth Sense. You know, why is there a movie that has come out like that, came, came out, oh, you know, 99, I think, immediately went crazy popular. Uh, we all sort of bought into this, right? 
and looked at it. And now all of a sudden are believing in something that we hadn't believed before. And here's my question. Was it because that was a child in that movie? Because we have this idea that children are more open, shall we say. And I wanted to get your thoughts on that. You know, the movie by itself was mind-blowing. But what do you make of the notion in our society that the children are the people that are more open? Doesn't that almost kind of deny us as adults the possibilities? It, I, children are open because they don't know any different. <laughs> the, veil, the veil for children is not as thin and is, is not as thick and established as it is for an adult. And so if you have been afforded an opportunity to have parents who are open, and I have to say my, my, my grandchildren's parents are very open. Of course, they, what, you know, what do you do with a mother-in-law like me? Um, children are open and they, they're telling you the truth. In the, the, coming, the book that's coming out in October, there's a story of a woman with twin psychics. And they're little boys. And for parents with psychic children, you frequently have one parent that says, drug them, they're crazy, you know, and you have another parent that says, what will the minister believe? Psychic ability transcends all faiths. Mm. All faiths. Remember, I work for the submarine force. Those guys deliberately submerge or sink a ship. They're all psychic. They feel the ship. And some of them have had psychic abilities since they were very little. And I, there's a fascinating story about this, which I won't take up your time with now. Yeah. One guy saved an entire ship because of his psychic ability. And so, but children see and feel and they need you to believe them. And this is a very powerful story that's coming up and I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but it's the, that story offers a lot of tools for parents of psychic children so that they know what to do, how to work with the child, how to know what is the truth and what isn't, how to, to work so that people don't think you or your child are crazy. And yet you are doing something as a parent that is so important. You're teaching your child what service is. And I have a, another pet thing here. Never hand your child over to a psychic. The psychic's job is to teach the parent. Never abrogate the responsibility of a parent when it comes to a child. Never, ever, ever hand your child over to a psychic, not even me. Mm-hmm. Let, the, let me or the psychic teach the parent how to handle the child in a correct, karmically correct, spiritually correct manner. And, and you will develop a, a relationship with your child that is so beautiful and so spiritually satisfying for for the whole family, you will be blessed on so many levels if you're able to do that. Mm. Well, I mean, there's so much when we really start to look at this that is, it's important because many of us today, and as we continue to unfold this, and unfold what's happening in the world today. I made a statement to you earlier that when we first started the show, that one of the things I said was, we are so digitally bombarded today 
whether it's your smartphone or it's your computer or it's a microphone, the, the, it, just the, the electromagnetic waves are everywhere. And my question to you is, does that have any, any impact at all on people connecting or not connecting? That's a very astute point. It's a very wise point, and you're absolutely on the money. It makes a huge connection because it's electromagnetic energy, which is now greatly enhanced globally. People are seeing and feeling things more than they ever have. So now is a really important time to have the tools to come face-to-face with the sphere and learn to get past it and recognize that if you use the correct tools, again, that transcend any particular faith, because there's ghosts in every faith on the planet, including those who don't believe in any spiritual things at all. What a surprise uh-huh. when, you, what do you, when you die. That if you can use these tools that, that are, you can actually make better use of the electromagnetic fields that are now swirling around us all the time. Mm. Mm. Well... If you, if anybody out there, first of all, wants to find out more, they can go to your website. Let's take a moment, if we could, again, Tina, thank you for today, and let folks know how they can find out more about you, but also how they might get a copy of this book uh, and any of your books, actually. My website is tinairwin.com, and on that website, there are YouTube videos absolutely free. They're the Crossing Over Prayer and also crossing over prayers for murdered loved ones, pets, and members, family members who committed suicide. You will also find a podcast we have called The Karmic Path, and there's a, an app available that's all free. And if you sign up, you can pre-order Ghost Stories from the Ghost Point of View, Volume 3. And we have a, a chapter. If you sign up, you get a free chapter from Ghost Stories from the Ghost Point of View, Volume 2. So we are... And I say we, my business partner, Laura Van Tyne, and I are working very hard to share this information. And again, Pat, we are deeply and profoundly grateful to you for this opportunity. I love it. And here's a tidbit I'd like to leave everybody with because, Tina, we did mention it. I mentioned the movie The Sixth Sense. And here's what I want to say. The movie would have never gotten made for had it not been for the then-president, David Vogel, who decided he was not going to bother or consult with any of his superiors before paying $2.25 million for the rights to the sixth sense. Now, what you know about Hollywood is this. That, Tina, is unheard of. Absolutely. Unheard of. Now, what happened to that? When Vogel was asked... Uh, to give up some of his power, he said no, and he was fired. But the movie got bought, and it went on. So think about the things in life for yourselves and for others, that despite everybody's best intention to hold back, dismiss, shut down, or silence, that have come forth. What do you think was operating there? We'll see you next time, everyone. Let's go out and 
preceding audio was via a Skype call.